Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Well, the Chicago Bears go ahead and fall to 0 and 3 on this season, 2023-2024. Y'all know we're going to talk about it plus a little bit more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. Hey, Shout out to y'all for going ahead and continuing to rock with the squad on even an embarrassing loss to the Kansas City Chiefs to where the Chicago Bears only scored 10 points. The Chicago Bears only scored 10 points to the Kansas City Chiefs, 41 points. And we are grateful. We are hopeful. We are, ugh, Woo. it sucks. 10 to 41 by the Kansas City by the Kansas City Chiefs. This game was over by halftime. Woo. Somebody said Bobby talked me off the ledge. Look, bro, I can't talk you off anything. It just is what it is. The Bears suck, and it is what it is. We are worse than what we were last season. That's coaching. That's pl- looking at player personnel, and it's just bad. It's just bad. It's just bad. Patrick Mahomes went 24 for 33 for 272 yards and three touchdowns. Justin Fields went 11 for 22, 99 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Rushing yards, the leading rusher for the Chicago Bears was Justin Fields with 11 carries and 47 yards. Isaiah Pacheco was the leading rusher for the Kansas City Chiefs with 15 Carries in 62 yards. Receiving yards. DJ Moore only had three receptions for 41 yards and a touchdown. Travis Kelsey went seven receptions, 69 yards, and one touchdown. It's bad. It's bad. And in the pre- in, in the pregame, I said it's levels to this. It's levels to this. And this right here is exactly what I meant by looking at your Chicago Bears. It's levels to this. The Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl contenders, whether you like it or not, whether how you look at it or not, in three weeks. We know before coming into this game that the Kansas City Chiefs only had 37 points scored total. The Chicago Bears only had 37 points scored total. But then you look at everything that was out there for the Chicago Bears, for the Kansas City Chiefs, and you say, hey, It is what it is, simply because the Chicago Bears 
had a complete meltdown. All the things that happened on Wednesday, one of the most explosive media days in Chicago Bears history to where you had the head, the defensive coordinator go up and pretty much resign because he was involved in some things that are not a part of the team or what the team want to do. You had the head coach of the Chicago Bears go ahead and try to silence everything. Didn't work. You had Ryan Post come down immediately the day after. Didn't work. And this is what your Chicago Bears team looks like. You get embarrassed. You are embarrassed. You look like trash. You perform like trash. This right here is exactly what we've all been counting on and looking forward to for this season. To see how the Chicago Bears measure up against the Super Bowl champions. And they had no shot. Your head coach, he needs to get fired immediately. Your offensive coordinator needs to go immediately. We are on here as YouTube GMs. YouTube GMs that get their money from YouTube ads, that get their money from YouTube revenue, that talks about anything regarding the Chicago Bears through YouTube that don't even see half of what these coaches make in the NFL, and they perform like this. Us on this show, on these episodes, on these live calls, on these post games have said early in the first game, hey, Chicago Bears, they're crowding the line. They're crowding the <laughs> line. Why don't you take a shot and give DJ Moore a chance? Why don't you take a shot and give Chase Claypool a chance? Why don't you think of something quick outside to help the wide receivers get a chance to perform against the Kansas City Chiefs defense? And you did nothing. Matt Eberflus? You did nothing but play zone. Lou Getze, you did nothing but run the ball, which is fine. We wanted you to lean on the run game. But what about anything else that would have put you in a position to succeed against the Kansas City Chiefs? Terrible, terrible, terrible. Let's go ahead and ride with the interim coach. Let's yeah. go ahead and ride with the interim coach. The coach you brought in starting off this new regime was hired based on his decisions and his record on being a defensive coordinator. Top 10 in four years of being a defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. Where did the Bears rank since he's been here? The bottom of the league. Bottom. The bottom of the league. Again, I pointed to it during the live call. Sean McDermott probably has not seen the greatest success, but his defense is there. Robert Sala in New Jersey with the Jets probably has not seen the most success offensively, but his answer the call. Bill Belichick, Hall of Fame coach, lost time. Brady, probably have not seen the most success offensively, but his defense is still legit. His defense is still legit. D'Amico Ryan's first year head coach with the Houston, Texas defensive coach have not seen the days as a with his offense. But one thing we know, his defense. Defense has arrived. His defense has showed up. What can we say about Matt Eberflus and his defense since he's arrived in Chicago? They we suck. suck. <laughs> what more than that? We suck. We are trash. We can't get off the field. We can't get pressure. We don't have a defensive lineman that can go ahead and uh, uh, go ahead and apply pressure to the opposing offense. We suck. It's bad. C Dub, what you got? 
Oh man, you guys know I'm one of the biggest homers on on YouTube, especially when it um, pertains to my teams, the Chicago Bears and the Bulls. But this is the worst team in the NFL. Them and the Denver Denver Broncos may be the two worst teams in the NFL. We're gonna see who the worst next week, and I ain't saying that the Bears are gonna win. This defensive strategy was the worst I've seen in a long time, dude. You see all them players on the line of scrimmage for the Kansas City Chiefs, and you didn't challenge them one time, bro. You didn't challenge them one time in that first half. Brian Poles absolutely made a mistake with this coaching staff, bro. It is it's no debate in that. They're probably going to try to hold it over. They're going to try to smooth it over, and they're going to say, these still my guys. We'll see in a minute when I watch the press conferences. But – this coaching staff isn't the, isn't the one. They wasn't even competitive in the game. I thought that all the shit that happened this week would galvanize the team. In a normal, athletic, competitive environment, any other locker room that will galvanize the team. They think we this, we're going to show, show them that we're that. You have lost the locker room. If you can't galvanize in an easy layup of motivation of what happened this week, your team should have been easily motivated to play hard this week and not even to win. I know I chose them to win because I was being not objective. I told y'all before I gave my prediction that they're probably not going to win, but I'm going to be a Chicago homer and say that they're going to win. But I knew better. This team should be sued by us, the Chicago civilians, for false advertising. This team ain't competitive. This is not a competent team. I think we were sold a competent competitive growing team this team is none of those we suing for false advertisement we spending money i didn't bought liquor i didn't bought uh new tvs and stuff we suing them this is a realistic lawsuit everybody sign up they and look at all that's going on in the front uh, alan williams he lied to inappropriate behavior out here what is it's time to clean house bro it's too messy it's time to clean up bro this ain't the you know you know, you go to your project friend's house and they house messed up, bro. And you just have to tell them after the 10th time and it's still messed up. Bro, you got to clean up. Bro. That's it. Go on to the next. And I understand, me personally, I understand that it's been three weeks. But at the end of the day, the Chicago Bears fucking suck. They suck. They don't have the discipline that the front office and the coaching staff has preached since they got here. They don't have the competitive edge that they need to have that the front office and the coaching staff has preached since they got here. They don't have the offensive pedigree, the defensive pedigree, hell, just the pedigree that is necessary to even attempt to win a game like we all thought they would. Yeah. In three weeks. I understand it's three weeks. I understand that. I am not a believer that the Chicago Bears will go 0-17 like we seen during the live call. I think the Bears will never, ever be the Detroit Lions. But I would say this. We are treading that way. Mm. We are looking horrible. We look like we have failed the entire city of Chicago. All the fans that support this team. But I would say this. Chicago Bears fans, save your money. Pack it up. Save your money. Pack it up. Do not enter a Chicago Bears game until they prove us or show us that we deserve better. Because this is horrible. This is horrible. This is horrible. 
Absolutely. We never expected him to win. I didn't. I never expected him to win. But to come out and get blitzed 34-0 in the first half, and the game was pretty much over in the first half, <laughs> that speaks to who the head coaches are in his locker room. He doesn't have the pulse of the team. He nope. doesn't have the pulse of the defense. He hasn't shown that he's capable of putting together a, de a defense that is capable of winning since he's gotten here. Allen Williams ain't give up 41. Go. It's time to go. It's time to go. Yeah. Allen Williams ain't gave up 41, nephew. <laughs> and you know what? I want to uh, uh, thank the Kansas City Chiefs for taking out Patrick Mahomes. Thank you. Thank you. We, we appreciate that because you, you could have did. You, I think you could have got 70. Facts. Facts. So we appreciate that for being for being some class to having some class. But you know what? Y'all should have did it. I think they should have scored 70 points, left Patrick in there and just let him beat the hell out of them. They wouldn't have scored 10 points. I would have took the 70 to nothing instead of this little 10 points. What was the point of the field goal on fourth and four? You fighting when for you're pride down. at that moment. You fighting for that, pride at that moment. Huh? That shouldn't save your job. Like This is incompetence on another level. You gotta you're go. not even competitive bro you're you not got you, to go you're not even competitive bro and i don't never want to like tell tell people they should lose their job but you'll be all right and that was that was trash you can't still be my coach after that after that effort from the team at first they're going to have a team meeting they, that's got to be that's got to be done with the players the team coach the they coach. gotta have it i'm just telling you what's going to happen they're going to have to meet because this is deplorable Either it's going to be before practice or whatever. Everybody's going to be there. Poe's going to be there. Even Kevin Warren's might be there. This is not a sector. And it's not just you players. It's the coaches, too. It's the coaches. Bye. We got enough talent to be comp competitive, bro. Bye. We got enough talent. Bye. Bye. That's all I'm saying. It's time to say bye. Literally. It's time to say bye. You, no if, one. Are we going to see that, nephew? Are they going to say bye? Can I ask you this question? Yeah. Last year, with less talents, did you see more effort from the Chicago Bears? 100%. 100% I seen more effort last year, yes. So why you can't get the same production out of your team this year, or even better? They tired of hearing your voice? Your, your, your voice is, sucks. Is, has an expiration date? The head voice. coach sucks. He's trash. He's trash. What do you think of the talent on this team? Is it an 0-3 talent? No. No. At the very least, they should be two and one. That's why I say it's fireable. It's not on three times. Exactly. That's it's why it's fireable for me. Two and one. Let's look at, let's just compare the players from this year and last year. Okay, we go offense. Your best wide receiver was, was Darnell Mooney, Equinomia St. Brown, Valus Jones Jr., right? Last year. This year, you got Darnell Mooney, DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, Tyler Scar. We, there's no argument that the this year's wide receiver core is better than last year. Boom. Stop me. Stop me if you feel like anything that I say is better than last year. This okay. year, you had David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert. Last year. This year, you have Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, Dante Foreman. You could argue that it's probably the same. I would mm -hmm. say this year is probably better. Okay. Last year, tight ends. You have Cole Komet only. That's it. This year, Robert Tanya, Cole Komet. You're going to rock with this year. This Defensive year. side, your linebacking core, Roquan Smith, uh, Morrow. Morrow and Adams. Jack. Adams, yeah. 
Adams before uh Jack Sanborn. This year you got TJ Edwards, Tremaine Amos, Jack Sanborn. Better this year. Last yeah. year, compared to this year, defensive backfield, pretty much the same. So I'll just leave it at that as a wash. Defensive lineman, you look at it, you got Unique and Gawkway, Demarcus Walker on the other outside, uh, two rookies, and Javon Dexter, Zach Pickens, Justin Jones, Andrew Billings versus Justin Jones. And then who else was the uh you had Armand Watts, who's no longer in the league. On the team. You, who's no longer in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shit on paper looks better than what better. now than what it is last year. That means that tells me you don't have the voice of your locker room. You are trash. It's time to go. Players, as a former player in high school, I never made it to the college. I never made it to the NFL. Call me trash. I don't give a damn. But you follow behind the coach that comes in front of men or young men and says everything honestly. Yes, yes. You tell him. You this, follow yeah. that man. Hey, mm -hmm. you might not like what he say, but he's keeping it a buck. Yeah. Is what the players say. When this man get in front of the podium, he's sugarcoating every fucking thing. That's a good sugar point. Sugarcoating everything. Yep. He's That's done. That's a good point. Fire him. That's fire, a great fire, point. Fire, fire, fire. I don't care if you never done it within the middle of the season before. He is trash. Talk about Luke. Talk Ta about Luke. Your Luke. head coach, trash. Luke. Take your dude with you. Your game plan was not conducive to winning. You seen that they had eight or nine in the box. You never DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, Tyler Scott, uh, Roshan Johnson, Khalil Herbert, an opportunity to exploit that defense. That's why we suck. That's why Bruh. we suck. You can just look at these weapons that this don't be used. They're starting and to pick up rust. Tanya, you said Tanya just a little bit earlier. That's one of that's a good receiving tight end. Why haven't I even thought about him until now? Until you said his name, it's like you not. How's DJ Moore not getting plays called him? He didn't catch a pass until the fourth quarter. How's Darnell Mooney not catching passes? How are we not running the ball? Is this job too much for Lou Gatsy, nephew? He has to go. You need experienced offensive coordinator in and on. The team within the offense, somebody that knows how to call plays is done. Ryan Pose, I think he's done a great job so far. This is his biggest downfall right here. Following up behind this coaching staff, Eberflus, fucking trash. Get him out of here. Lugetti, trash. Get him out of here. We are fortunate to see Allen Williams go through what he's going through to get him out of here. They all are trash. Oh my God. That's what it is. I'm not getting into anybody's personal business because Alan Williams' personal business ain't got shit to do with me and how I live. But he laughed. I'm going simply about what's on the field. They're all trash. Get rid of them. Done. And Aaron Starks, those are basic ways to attack. Oh my God. We see none of that, Aaron Starks. Basic ways to attack with the weapons we got. And we don't even see this on a consistent basis on Sundays. This team is horrible. Starts at the coaching, coaching, uh, at the coaching spot. I'm not even. Something got to happen. What about? Okay, so they put eight in the box, just about every play. Eight or nine in the box, just about every play. 
Everybody. What about getting? What about motioning DJ Moore to opposite sides of the field and getting him with an inside move and then uh running outside for a long play? What about in this type of offense? You run the jet sweep in this type of offense. You run a screen in this type of defense that you're going against. This is the time to call those type of plays. You want to get big-headed and get within yourself. That's why I believe, and you said it last week, C-Dub, this coaching staff is in over their head. They don't understand the situation. They don't understand the situations that are taking place in the game. They don't look at the score. They don't understand what the fuck is going on. You have eight in the box. Why is DJ Moore not getting a shot down the field one-on-one? You have eight in the box. Why is Chase Claypool not getting a shot one-on-one over the middle of the field? You have Darnell Mooney that can play in the slot, but you have no drag routes for him across the middle of the field. Oh, my God. You you have eight in the box, but you don't do hard play action to get something down the field. They suck. The coaching staff is trash. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. CJ Stroud has 906 passing yards in his first three games as an NFL starter. Justin Fields don't have that. Do we, I can got, bank it. do we got 500 yards passing? I can bank it. Do we got 500 yards passing? I can bank it right now. How much you got, nephew? Please tell me you I got can more bank than 500. It. I can bank it. The offensive line is, is not gotten better, guys. I know we got injuries and we're missing some people, but oh my God, it got worse. So the depth is non existent right now. They fucking suck. The Bears suck. Fire everyone, just like Steve O said. Yep, yep. They suck. Hey, but don't let them ruin y'all Sundays, though. It is what it is. No, we good. Point. We are I'm good. To the chat don't right now. Them. Justin mm-hmm. Fields with what minus what he has today, which is not that good. It's under a hundred yards. He has four hundred and twenty-seven yards plus what he put on today, which I believe is like ninety-nine yards. So let's. A little over 500 yards. Oh my god, that's deplorable, bro. That's that. What was the point for Justin? Has 427 yards. There you go. So I was correct the entire time. Wow, that's that's alarming. Game that's alarming as hell, bro. 427 yards is alarming as fuck in three games. That's alarming. It's just That's, it just comes down to what the coaching whoa. situation is. You have a defensive coordinator who's now your head coach that can't get the defense right. You have a defensive coordinator who selected his offensive coordinator as a first-time coordinator. He's not good. So then you look at all the things that come into play and you say, hey, this coaching staff is just not that good. Monday, head should roll. Get out of this fucking city. Pack your things. Get going. It's over with. That's it. This coaching staff sucks. You have a defensive coordinator who was top 10 in in four years straight with the Indianapolis coach. You can't get us to a, a top 10 defense in one of the years that you've been here, bro? Not close. He ain't even close. You have better talent this year than last year. Done. It's Probably. over there. Oh, no. None of this know. is on. No, first of all, none of this is on Justin Fields. I am no way. We no are weird. None of this is on Justin Fields. Call it what you want. None of this is on Justin Fields. He ran the plays that he was supposed to play. That's on his coaching staff to not go ahead and say we have nine or eight people in the box. 
We're going to take a shot downfield. Instead, he ran run plays, draws, draws, or short passes within those situations. Um, Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me debunk this shit right now. Every quarterback misses an open throw. Every quarterback. Let me go ahead and debunk that right now. Justin Fields, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Josh, uh, uh, Jerry Goff, et cetera, et cetera. We have fallen in love with all 22 so much that we are harping on Justin Fields missing plays. Yes, Every yes, quarterback yes. misses plays. Look at the fucking play that Justin Herbert just went through this day of football, and he missed Keenan Allen for a wide-open touchdown. And then in the same game, Kirk Cousins missed Justin Jefferson for wide-open touchdowns. Quarterbacks miss wide-open throws. It's just come down to the great quarterbacks hit them more often than not. Yeah. We got to cut it out. All 22 has got everybody's mind fucked up. (laughs) That's just what it is. Everybody think they a quarterback guru now. Everybody think they a play a play tactician. Let's just keep it a buck. Every quarterback misses open throws on damn near every play. And but I want to say ones hit them more than more so often than not. I want to say we have to come. I want to say that. Justin Fields got ninety nine yards today passing, but in this particular case, I'm gonna say this is coaching. I'm still gonna say coaching. It's not Justin. I think. How could you even say it's Justin? He had pressure immediately. He didn't have five seconds to throw the ball. He didn't even have two seconds to, to get off a pass most of the time. I think he tried. Man, I'm going to just have to get this up to the coach. Everything is the coaching fault this game. Everything. I'm going to say everything. I'm not I playing the middle. This. Go ahead. But you got a question on there? Drip. Steve-O, Drip. Said, Steve-O said, no, Bobby, 99 yards isn't just coaching. I would say this, Steve-O. When you have opportunities to take advantage of an eight-man in a box, why do you continue, first of all, to run up the middle of the eight-man in the box, number one? Number two, why do you continue to run outside zone against eight-man in the box? Or why don't you give the number one wide receiver that you traded for an opportunity Mm. to make a fucking play? You have... One-on-one on the outside with your number one wide receiver that you traded for, and you just you don't you don't throw up, you don't say Justin Fields, we got DJ Moore on the on 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 one side. Let's throw it up and see if he can make a play. You don't do that. That makes no sense. It just doesn't make sense. So I gotta look at it from all perspectives on what these guys are calling. That's just how I leave it right there. Yeah, Drip. What you think? 
I said what I think. Fuck this team. Fuck the coaching staff. I don't know what y'all have already talked about. I don't want to kind of double up, but here's what I'll say on this as far as the Justin Fields part. A lot a lot of this is coaching. Simply simply put, these are terrible plays that are that are being being run. When you when you simply when you see to to Bobby's point, you got eight men in the box. And the play calling that they decided to go with was play calling like I, I would have thought this team was tanking in week three already. That they didn't want the football. You might as well. It's almost like somebody being in jail just giving up the booty. Because that's what this team was basically doing. Just giving it up. They didn't want it. Like the coaching staff in this, and you can tell the players don't trust this coaching staff. Go back and look at the players on the sidelines. Like, don't even watch the plays. Look at the players. Look at the body language. Nobody's rallying around the coach. What do you see with great teams up and down that sideline? It's players oh, talking right. to coaches, being around their coaches, you know, having even having fun when they're losing and trying to figure out how to get it together. This team does not believe in this coaching staff. And when you have players like a DJ Moore, when you have players like a Tremaine Edmonds that have been on other teams and that are new to this team and have already given up on this coaching staff, that tells me everything that I need to know. Is everything on the coaching staff? No. I hate that we try to make these things universal. It's either the coaching or it's Justin. The truth is somewhere in the middle. But right now, the coaching is the thing that I want to see change the most more than anything else. I'm, I'm with you on that. I believe the culture needs to change Right now at 8, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the coach needs to go ahead and get the hell out of here because nobody is following behind the his principle. Hayes, I mentioned it before you came on that we can really discuss that the Bears showed more heart with less talent last year than they have shown in the first three weeks of this season. Yeah. And you have to start asking yourself too: Is this what you want? The young, if you really believe in these young players, if you believe in a Javon Dexter, a Zach Pickens, a Roshan Johnson, right? DJ Moore, who's still young, a Tyler Scott, Terrell Smith, uh, Tyreek Stevenson, Jaquan Brisker, Kyler Gordon. If you believe in these young players and you say they have talent, we don't know what level that talent is going to be yet, but we believe that they have talent in them. You have to start asking yourself. Is these the motherfuckers you want to try to cultivate that talent? What have they done to show you that they can? Sure, Matt Eberflus will start him, which he's shown. He he brings open competitions in training camp, which I'll give him credit for because not every head coach does that. But when it comes to putting them in the right situation as their skill and understanding of the NFL game is growing, do we think that we're giving them the right scheme to learn anything football IQ-wise? I say that we're not. Uh, Drip, nephew made a good point earlier. He said that uh, when Matt Everflus gets to the press conferences, he always don't t keep it a buck. He kind of smooths it over. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Try that be that cliche like team guy, the old fashioned. He don't keep it a buck. Do you think he's even in tune with the culture of the today's NFL players? You know. These NBA NFL players like these age, I think they like everything truth because they think feel like they can find out the truth at any time. So they don't they don't want to be like, don't think you like you take enough for the team if you're gonna take it on the chin. And I knew it was my fault. Mm -hmm. Now everybody look at me in the locker room like, dude, just took the bullet for you. But I know it was my fault. I could have said it was my fault, but I ain't know he was gonna go out there and say it was my. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe they want the real. I mean, I hope that if he's not giving it in a press conference, I hope that he's giving it in practice, right? I, I think we would like it, it doesn't necessarily need to say everything. Some things do need to be internal, and I will say that. But I think that if you're not, to me, as a head coach, uh, if somebody, if I was a head coach, I would come out, even if I don't want to throw my offensive coordinator on the bus, I would come out and say, 
we got to get this game figured out. This was not the one. We haven't had a solid offensive scheme all season, and that's something we need to figure out. Even if you don't want to just say, hey, Luke, you suck. But when you come out and Matt Eberflus so constantly wants to say the right thing, the polit- I think that Matt Eberflus is a coach that doesn't want the sound bite to get taken from him that could be turned out of context, and it seems like he's throwing, whether it be players or other coaches, under the bus, and it starts seeming like this motherfucker is trying to gaslight people. Facts. Yeah. And I, and yeah. it's worse if you've truly gaslit yourself to think that you go into these meetings every day and you're looking across at Lou Getze and you and you think this is the guy who's going to turn it around. What has he shown other than some really good opening drives in some games and some good ones to come out of the second half? What has he really shown you? Has he put your quarterback? If this is your franchise quarterback and you believe that, has he put him in a good situation? We haven't even – Roshan Johnson has looked like a stud every time he's been out on the football field. You play him the snaps. You don't use them. You you went out the you went out and got them DJ Moore. You don't get creative. We have not. We there's so many plays that us at this platform have talked about that brings creativity to the Chicago Bears offense, and it seems like Luke Getzey hasn't seen that, and that's a problem. It is a problem simply because if you guys are dropping eight or nine in the box, like I understand that uh, Luke Getzey is getting the fire from the fans. So we're like, why are you running so many screenplays? But today, just like we mentioned in the Tampa Bay game, today is a perfect day to draw the damn screenplays. What are we doing? Simply because you got eight or nine in a box, you can go ahead and get a quick wide receiver screen or something on the outside that's very, very quick to see if the guys that you signed for big money or who you are banking on can make a play. This is when you go ahead and dial up those calls to see if DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney can get on the outside, catch a quick pass, and make something happen with eight men in the box. What are we doing? I don't get paid millions of dollars. You do, Luke Getzey. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? It's just sad, bro. It's sad. Simply because you don't know. It seems like you don't know how to defeat the opposition when it comes to what they're doing. Bro, they were playing eight men in a box the entire time until they (laughs) went into halftime. It's nothing new. It was nothing nothing new. It's sad, bro. It's sad. Heads need to roll tonight. Get them out of here. This is not this is not the time to try to to try to be political like something so, uh, uh, a wake-up call needs to happen i'm sorry like i said i like matt Eberflus as a person he seems like a really good dude um but it's time it's time to go bro like your time in chicago has come to an end um and i i've said this when i was just over on bleach report if this team seriously does bring back both luke getsy and matt Eberflus next season if they're both still on this coaching staff i'm losing all faith and hope nice. for this team to pull it out anytime soon Facts. Yeah, bro. And it's a uh, every time we see a, a post game interview from all these coaches, it's always the same demeanor. It's always this happy go lucky, cliched ass lines they say every mm-hmm. time they up there. When is we going to see some real emotion? Show that you pissed at your team how they perform because your team is showing how pissed they are playing for you when they sitting on the sidelines. Facts. The emotions they were showing was it, it couldn't be good for you, my guy. You have lost this locker room. I don't know how you can continue Ryan Pulse with these yeah. guys, bro. I don't no, know. It's just not that the, the guys that are in that's supposed to be in leadership positions that are in charge of everything, they're not the guys. That's what it has come down to. There are they are not the guys. 
You know what I'm saying? And some people might not agree with what I'm saying. You might not want to see more screenplays. But the eight man in a box is to stop what? The run. So what do you do? Figure a way to get on the outside. So if we're talking about defensive scheme or offensive scheme, let's look at everything that matters. It is what it is. If you got eight men in the box, that is intended to stop the Chicago Bears run. Facts. And if you say anything different, get your ass off the, the, the live stream and don't talk foot no more. It is what it is. These guys need to figure it out. And as of tomorrow, fire. I'm done with them. I'm looking for a valid excuse why we should keep this coaching staff. So I'm gonna look There's for the no chat. Valid Does anybody excuse. in that chat? Hold on, let me see if the chat. If any one of you, you probably quiet. You don't want to put your comment up. I need somebody to give me a valid excuse why we should keep this coaching staff. No reason on this team because no there reason. is no reason. Twelve losses of twenty-five plus straight. Oh, come points. on, come on, dude. You've lost twelve games to where the opposing team has scored 25 or more in 12 straight games. There is no excuse, bro. Especially when you hire a defensive coach who is not on the same parameter, parallel, however you want to put it, on the same platform as the other guys that I mentioned. Most of these guys that I mentioned, like Robert Sala, is losing because it's, it's losing because his quarterback is trash. Not because his defense is trash. Sean McDermott has not won a Super Bowl because Josh Allen has not got it done. Not because his defense is trash. D'Amico Ryan's just won his first game of the season against the Prince, as some media members have put it, against the Jaguars today. Not because his offense, but because his defense showed up. Defensive coordinators, if you come into the game, you got to have a solid defense. There's no excuse. No excuse. Matt Eberflus should be done. Period. I mean, I'm not. I'm he cooking. He cooking. You might as well throw the season. As, as we at that point, just throw the. Just I mean, no, it. it's it's 14 games left. Yeah, to go. But, but but draft pick looking good at the end of the season. Looking real yeah, good. Yeah, definitely draft pick looking good. Shout out to T. Gotta give him love. Showing a super chat. Go back and watch week one from game one. Fields was emotion emotionless and had his head down. He lost the locker room before the season even started. Makes me wonder what happened this offseason. I would say he didn't lose the locker room. I would say the head coach lost the locker room. I think that's what he's saying. I think he's I saying. I think what that, he's saying. He, he's yeah. saying okay. is that Matt, you could tell Matt Eberflus lost the locker room because I Fields was emotionless. That's why I think I think you clarify in the chat if we're wrong about that one. I got you. But yeah, man. Because it's, it's bad. It's, 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 I'm tired of this goddamn football team, bro. I'm tired, man. Tired. Appreciate bro, the thing, that, Drip. What if they kept uh my man Patrick Mahomes in? <laughs> they really show mercy. They would have dropped a 50 piece, bro. They yeah. really show mercy. <laughs> they yeah. show mercy, bro. What a classless organization. But you know what, Drip? I was saying, I wish they would have beat us by 80. I wish. Because then you would have had to fire me. You got yes. To. I wish there would have been no question. Now I got a question because nobody wants to look that bad. Ryan Pose might not want to. I'm not just going to do that because everybody's calling for the. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they're going to do it, but they should. Ain't no excuse to keep them on unless you're trying to tank. That's it. Unless you're trying to tank. Eric B, I ain't see Eric B, what you see? Game. What you say, gang? Man, we ain't about that, bro. Yeah, we try to read all the super oh. shares. 
I thought you said, I thought we read this. My bad, gang. Airby said he hate Luke Yeti. Hey, join the damn team, bro. Me too. This team is in trouble. Mm. And next week is going to be the battle of the worst. Hmm. <laughs> Y'all think, <laughs> hey, Drill, what if we lose to the Broncos? <laughs> hey, it's going to be the battle of the worst. Steve O talking about what? the stream yard saving us. Saving him. Mean. Barry said, Lovey Smith for interim head coach. Interim? With it. Listen, they're not going to bring, I don't know what they're going to do as far as interim head coach, bro. I don't I don't give a fuck about the interim head coach. I want to see the actual head uh, actual head coach come in. I don't give a fuck. Somebody with experience, please. please. The Bears have never fired a head coach in season or mid season. <laughs> so really? get ready for trauma. <laughs> How, when did they fire John Fox? Off season. Off season. They definitely let them ride it out. They definitely, definitely has some. Definitely has some 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 head coaches that deserve to be fired mid season. Even Mark Trestman uh, got to ride it out. That's great. That's that got to be a McCaskey call right there. Steely E said, <laughs> first time for everything." Steve O, I don't know what you got going on, gang. Get it together he and hurry said, up, because <laughs> we ready to he go. Said whoever, <laughs> he What's said happening? whoever loses. He said whoever loses goes to the XFL. <laughs> this part, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Steve, I tried. That's what that's what was happening earlier with my man Drip. Though, there's something going. Yeah, on. I'm like, I, I had to keep. I had to shut down my computer and turn it back on to get in here. Yeah, I don't bro. know. That shit kept yeah. kicking my ass out. Restream did that update and they've been tripping. They bro. definitely yeah, it been has. Tripping. It has. To what is tanking the season going to do? And who would you replace the coaching staff with? Well, tank me. I go first. Tanking the season Listen, will do nothing but make us look like a bunch of punks. And then hire the coach from Waterboy. For real, hire somebody. <laughs> me, if I'm replacing the coaching staff, I want an offensive coordinator. That has years in that. That has years yeah. in the in the in the in the NFL. My first uh, selection will be Eric Bieniemy. I will not go get Dan Quinn. He was terrible as a head coach. No, his defense gonna be solid. I give you that. But offensively, well, we that's think where the is. Bears need to thrive at. Offensively, yes. Is we've been follow the let's get defensive coordinator trained for too long. We need an offensive coordinator. That's gonna get the offense right. But now with our, our reputation going to crap, you see us in the national media, like we the worst team in the NFL. Would somebody want to come play or coach for this team? I think they would. I think a coach will come coach for this. Somebody will come coach for this team in hopes that they can turn it around. Because if you if you think about it, let's just say Eric B. Enemy for the sake of discussion comes to the Chicago Bears. Let's just say Eric Bieniemy, he has a solid first season and then goes on to a couple NFC championships or win a couple playoff games in NFC. They're so they going to say Eric Bieniemy is the greatest offensive coach in Chicago Bears history. It ain't a long history. <laughs> it ain't a long history. So you can come in and make a name for yourself and be implanted in different discussions that you never thought you would be in versus if you go to another organization. That's how I look at you it, You could man. turn it. If you could turn this team around, bro, that'd be bigger than the uh, Chicago Cubs winning the World Series. If you can turn the Bears I'm around. I'm with Steve-O, too. Mm -hmm. Jim Harbaugh would be a good selection as well. 
and he got head coaching experience. He's solid on the offensive side when it comes to building things out. He's going to run the ball, and he's going to set up an offensive scheme that's conducive to what Justin Fields does well. So yeah. it is what it is. What, 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 Fields, college co- what college coach, though, came into the NFL right. and had success? No, he Not was uh, – I get that, but he was a head coach for the 49ers and went to the Super Bowl. So he did. He has he did. that experience. He did went to college. He had a hell of a team. He had some players. On that some team. Thing. He did. But at the same time, now he knows what the fuck he's doing. That's all I believe. I don't even know where my hat went I threw earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Roman is a good choice. I like Greg Roman. But uh, Mr. King562 says, being to me is a hard ass coach. I don't know if these soft ass bears can handle it. Good. Fuck them. If they can't handle it, they need to go right, fucking facts. Team. Get him out of here. Fact. Get him out. Get him out. Fact. Get him out. Bro, I really want to run up on I like I really want to run up on Matt Eberflus right, right now and smack the head and the shit out of him. Open hand smacking with the powder in my hand and everything. He Somebody gotta get that shit. He He's gonna talk you out that shit. <laughs> He's gonna be like, oh man, calm down, dude. Calm down, dude. <laughs> Continuity. Continuity. That's crazy. <laughs> I tell you what, man, if the bull season also starts off this bad, bro, y'all better tune Ooh. in because y'all going to see some entertaining ass live streams because I'm about to start cooking everybody. I ain't even mad okay. at you, bro. For real. That is a good it's idea, bad. though, Steve. Harbaugh is one of those, Joe. He don't take no shit. Yeah, he don't. So, so he don't. if it's bad, he's going to tell you it's bad. I like that. Facts. The Bears need something like that to get out of this. We, we going to be goody two shoes type shit. Get out of that mode. I don't know. Y'all get y'all final thoughts. It's time to go. Uh, <laughs> the Bears suck. That's it. Hey, you got anything left? I... <laughs> Bro, I'm so pissed off, man. <laughs> I'm real talk, man. I... I hate that I'm so emotionally invested in this team, bro. Like it, like y'all got to keep in mind. Like yeah. I've literally been a Bears fan my whole entire life. Like, no other team. I've never rooted for another team in my life. So I have 37 years almost. I'll be 37 in December. Years of struggle. And and it's it's all coming together. I am so frustrated with this goddamn team. And y'all remember, when I was on Bull Central and everybody was like, you should start a bear show too. And I was like, if I start a bear show, I know my beard's going to be gray before the first year of me doing it. Thank God the beard didn't turn gray. But I tell you what. I'm at the point with this goddamn team right now where I will never stop being a fan, but I'm really about to lose all hope for this version of this team if they don't start changing some shit. I'm with you on that, man. I'm with you on that because it's sad. It's just... 100%. I predicted a loss, but I didn't predict that they was going to get skunked like this. They got stumped, got their teeth kicked in, got kicked in the ass. However y'all want to put it. That's what what happened to the Bears. It is what what it is. What is the female bear called in the wild? A bitch. A soul. <laughs> is it, is a it called a soul? <laughs> <laughs> they play like the Chicago Souls today. Hey, it, it is hey. what it is, man. Now we get on. We going to go ahead and relax and try to figure out what we're going to say on Tomas. Uh, well, what Hay is going to say on Tomas' daily episode because uh, good, good luck. I'll be off, brother, so let me know if you need me on so I can sleep. But uh, 
that's it from us today, man. If y'all want to go ahead and do anything, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel if you hey, want to give a take. We suing their ass, gang. Call in 773-242-9336. The Chicago Bears Central, number one spot for all your Chicago oh, Bears news. Look at Steve. Even if we False suck. advertising. Steve-O still can't get False in, so we about to get up. <laughs> so we about to get up out of here. And uh, if Steve had anything to say, we're going to make him put it on the YouTube short. Sure, fuck it. Catch y'all on the next <laughs> voicemail like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs>